Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirits and spirit techs in the world of Magic the Gathering. On this episode, we're going to be talking about a shiesty little devil out there, jumping from plane to plane, causing problems, and now using Kalheim. That's right. You know who we're talking about, and his trickery as well. And on this special episode, I got a Valentine's deck for you to create and give to your significant other. I hope you're excited, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode of MTG Ectoplasm. I'm your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Please share your thoughts, your ideas, uh, things that you want to hear on the show. I'm all for it. I'm here for you, and hopefully you're here for me as well. But like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, that's right. There's a sneaky little devil. He's opening those doors along those plains and he found his way to Kalheim. He originally showed himself as Tybalt the Fiend-Blooded in Avacyn Restored. Now, in Kalheim, he hides himself as Valky, the God of Lies. Would that surprise you as a devil? He, he lies? He's a fake. He's a fraud. He's a charlatan. He's a liar, a teller of untruths, a fibber, a fabricator, a hoodwinker, a boot bamboozler. He will have you running amok. Tybalt, the cosmic imposter, is who he is. And unfortunately, now that he's in Kalheim, everybody is losing their minds. Losing their minds, ladies and gentlemen. Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. It's not like we haven't had enough in 2020. No, he just showed his way to 2021, and here you go again. It's calamity left and right. And the reason why is because there's two new decks in Modern that have his namesake in it. One's a Tybalt Jun deck, and then you got this Tybalt's Trickery deck. And they're both played with the Cascade mechanic. I'm going to get into details about certain cards that we can use to battle against these type of decks. But realistically, I'm going to be honest with you. I think as a spirit player that we are in one of the best positions we could in both matchups. Both matchups. And if you're unaware, there are cards that we have. If I don't know about you, but uh, I carry what I call a spell book, meaning that I, I have my 60, I have my sideboard, but then I have extra plus cards uh, for my sideboard. I have like uh, 
uh, these portfolios where I, I think I have almost near 300 cards of sideboard just for spirits or if I want to play a different arrangement of spirits in my deck, meaning I can go from white blue to uh, band, I can go to a death and taxes mode, I can go to a more control mode, a tempo mode. Uh, I, I've played and manipulated my deck where uh, wherever the meta goes, spirits will follow. But you know what? I think you've had enough of me uh, running my lip about Tybalt. Let's talk about the deck, shall we? Now, we're, we have Tybalt's Trickery. I'm going to start there. Because everybody in mod is like, oh my god, turn two, turn three. Right? Well, the cards in the deck are four Violent Outbursts. This is an instant, a green, red, and uh, generic. And it can be played on your turn. That's a problem for us. That's a huge problem if they're on the play. Now, if they're on the draw, then, you know, we're in a good position. Then they have one Tybalt's Trickery. One. Okay. Now, if you're unaware how this card works, it counters a card, and then you flip over an amount of cards, and then you can, whatever card you reveal next gets cast. Well, what usually gets cast are either, usually it's a three Emrakul, the Ion's Torn. So how the deck plays, you play Valen Outburst, it cascades into Tybalt's Trickery, Tybalt's Trickery counters Violent Outburst, and then you find your Emrakul. Now the problem with Emrakul is when he hits the board, uh, how Tybalt's Trickery reads, it's cast, so that means it comes into play with an extra turn. Ouch. He's a 15-15. Ouch. So technically, it's like almost he has haste. He flies. Ouch. Can't be the target of spells, uh, colored spells. Ouch. So that means, you know, if you had thoughts of using your Path to Exile, sorry, not here. Next thing you know, he has Annihilator 6. If you don't have enough stuff on the board to sit there and get yourself prepared, ouch. Because you're removed when he attacks or she attacks or whatever, it attacks this colossal thing. You have to remove six cards from your potent state, your, your board, your battlefield. And into the graveyard. Yeah, that sucks. Now, this deck is only running 52 lands, so it's only running eight general cards in there, regular cards, then 52 land. Now, they're running Gemstone Caverns, and the reason why is because they can play this card on turn zero. Even before anybody goes first, they can put it on the board so they can get their clock at turn two. Now, there are other forms of this Tibble's Trickery out there where you see uh, the Simeon Spirit Guide being played so you can cast it at, actually at turn one. But I think the deck that I'm build, talking here is the more consistent build that's out there. 
So you got Gemstone Caverns come on to play turn zero. It, you put a luck counter on it, and you can tap it for any mana. Oof. Then you got Mystic Sanctuary that came out with Throne of Eldraine. What it does is it puts an instant of sorcery on top of its library. It comes into play tapped, and you tap it for blue, but they don't care. As long as you get that instant of sorcery on top of the library. <sighs> yeah, I had to get my breath there because what they're trying to do is they're going to try to, if you counter their Tibble's trickery, they're trying to put that Tibble's trickery on top of the deck. That sucks. The next land they try to put in there is another playset. Now, mind you, well, the ones I'm saying are all playsets, four of each. The next one is Field of the Dead. Field of the Dead. If you don't know this card, ladies and gentlemen, and you're playing Spirits, oof, it, it's a bane to our existence, especially an Amulet Titan. It sucks. It really hurts us a lot. But in this deck, I think, you know, it plays a little slow. And the reason why is that you have to have seven mana or seven lands on the play. If you can do that and you can pull that out, you know, they're not going to be pulling two, two zombies for every time you landfall. Now, the card that gets me, the one I don't like, the one that's just really bad for us. Now, like I said, this matchup isn't bad for us. This is, We win at an 80% uh percentage rate in modern in general and i think we will do exceptionally well in this against the stable trickery but blast zone they're playing a place at a blast zone now it comes into play with a counter on it you can tap x x and it to put more counters on it and then you tap three and it you sacrifice the blast zone and basically if there's a mana cost on the board with the amount of tokens on it, it's destroyed. Now, this sucks for spirits, and I'll tell you why. Because it comes into play with one. It sucks because then it can get our Aether Vial and our Mausoleum Wanderer. Now, these are certain key cards that we need to answer the tick. So that, that right there hurts. But we have other answers. And if Blast Zone goes there, if it takes up to two, it gets another answer, which is uh, Shacklegeist. To, you know, Emerald Cool can't be the target of spells, but you can tap it down with Shacklegeist, which gives us an opportunity smash our opponent we just got to play quick so emerald cool does nothing nada usually the blast zone won't go to three but maybe because a spell queller if we spell quell the tibbles trickery oh, they're gonna free tibbles trickery cast and guess what who comes out Yep. So, last song is one of those key cards that we got to look out for. And unfortunately, currently, the way our decks are set, are set, set up, we're not running a Field of Ruin or Ghost Quarter. 
But have no fear, have no worry. Uh, even though Tibble's Trickery is a brain-dead deck, you don't need any common sense to figure out how to run a com- this combo. We have answers. Like I said before, Mausoleum Wanderer. Mausoleum Wanderer, turn one, it makes them have to wait a little bit longer to cast a spell. Because we're going to counter it. Spell Queller. Exiles Tibble's Trickery. They can't do nothing with it unless they destroy our Spell Queller. And realistically, that's not going to happen unless they have a Blast Zone. Then that leaves Force of Negation. Now, I had to double check and recheck and check again. To make sure I read this card correctly. Because I was under, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. But remember, you can only pay, you know, play it on your opponent's turn for free by exiling a blue card. Remember that. You can't do it on your turn and think you're going to pay for free. No, you're going to have to pay the full three mana, the uh, two blue and one generic. But one thing that really surprised me that I was just like, oh, yeah, just counter, it just just a regular counter. No, 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 no. It says counter target non-creature spell, which Tibble Strickery is. If that spell is countered this way, exile it instead of putting it into the owner's graveyard. Game over. Game over. Guess what? You win. The only way they're going to win is using, uh, you know, the uh, Field of uh, of Dead because that's their only other uh, win condition. The only other win condition they have. Other than that, they're screwed. Have a nice day. That's why I'm saying against Tibble's Trickery, we have a great matchup. Now, some of you are like, well, how about Sky Evaporation? Can, Can that do anything? No, there is nothing in here. That's not a non-land permanent that we can touch. And because the fact that it has to be four mana or less, mm, nothing. So, Emrakul stays in play, but like I said, Shacklegeist is the way we want to go with that. Now, what was Wizards thinking when they built this, that made this card? I do not know. Maybe they didn't think Cascade, they didn't think how out-of-the-box thinkers or critical thinkers some magic builders are. Hmm. And the funny thing, it, it, these, these two particular cards, the Tybalt's Trickery and the Tybalt's Cosmic Imposter, are making their ways in several of the formats, and they're, let me just tell you, they're causing havoc. They're causing havoc in four, four different formats, and I do see eventually this getting banned. But, uh, you, you know, don't let your heart be worried. Because in spirits, we have answers. Now, the question is, Dwight, how should we play this? Like I said, you, I would sit there on the play, watch what they do. I would play it like a control deck. I would literally play it like a control deck. Take my time. And if I, you know, if I have Mausoleum Wonder in play, play it, see how it works. And then, you know, try to flash in creatures to protect 
and do what you got to do to, you know, so if you can, if they say, oh, I have enough mana, boom, you flash in a creature, they can't do nothing. Just thoughts. Now, this is where I actually see a potential, potential, that Mystic Reflections might see an opportunity in our deck. And you're going to go, Dwight, but doesn't Emra Cool have protection from colored spells? Yes, it does. But the way that Mystic Reflection reads is when another creature comes into play, it becomes a, car, a copy of a target spell. So you're not targeting Emra Cool. You're targeting one of the other creatures. So say if you have a, I don't know, let's, let's go with a Spectral Sailor in play. You target your spectral sailor, and when Emrakul comes into play, guess what? Emrakul becomes a spectral sailor. Hold on, no, I got that sound effect. Hold on. There you go. Yay! I did something right here. Yeah. So how does how's that feel? You feel you feel good, right? You feel invigorated, right? We we have answers to this. Now, the next deck is this Jund Cascade type of deck. It's running Cruxa. It's running Season Paramancer, Tyrmagoyf, and our friend Bloodbraid Elf. It's the weakest card in the set. It's, as soon as you see this card, you know what's coming. You know what's coming. The best answer to this, it's coming, but... Just know that you can spell Qualorant. You can spell Qualorant. It's not a problem. But the whole reason why they're playing Bloodbraid Elf in this deck is because of the fact that they're trying to fish out Valky, God of Lies. Now, for who, those who don't know, Valky, God of Lies is a black and two generic. But they're not playing it for Valky. As soon as you cascade into that three, you can automatically flip them over and then you get Tybalt's Cosmic Imposter. Now you go, Dwight, why should I give a damn about a Planeswalker? Unfortunately, Tybalt comes into play with an emblem that he gets to play cards that were exiled. Okay. Okay, not bad. But his number negative, like his negative three ability, exile target artifact or creature. Ew, that means they get to steal our creatures. He, they get to steal our board. They get to manipulate while they're building with the crux of the season pyromancer and the tarmogoyf. Not good. Not good. But we still have answers. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we have answers in the deck, which still puts us in a great position. And we still, if you want to put answers in the sideboard, we, I, I have them for you. The first answer is that we need to use the Hexproof ability. That's right, our deck has Hexproof. If, you, if they can't target our creature, they're basically screwed, and we can still smash them as quickly and efficiently as possible. So we put in Drug School Captain. Gives all our creatures hexproof. Delicious. A piece de resistance. You know what your opponents are going to be doing? 
That's right. They're, they're going to be chirping like crickets over there. Now, if Tibble attempts to target one of your creatures, who do we have? Rattle Chains. Rattle Chains is part of the 60, ladies and gentlemen. It's usually a four of. And if it's not four of, I, I, I really question your judgment. I am a fan of Rattle Chains. Huge fan of Rattle Chains. So there you go. Now, I'm going to put an asterisk. I know, like, I, 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 more, I run more of a Dr. Queller type of package. But there's other people out there like uh, Andre Seguera. And I'm not besmirching him at all. So don't go out there saying, oh, he's talking trash. No, 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 no. He's a good young man who is actually putting great content out there. And he believes in this next card, which is Thalia, Guard of the, the Raven. I think it's a very good card. It's not in my main board. I have my reasons for it, but it's a very good card. And the reason why is because if you, if they try to play spells and use the you know the Thalia, it works against them. It works against them, but I find most of the time it works against us, and that's why I'm not a fan of it. But he's a fan, so you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Okay. That's what I learned as a kid growing up. Now, other cards you may want to consider. Now, this is the sideboard now. Now, we've already talked about the main board. This is the sideboard for this Jund package. If you wanted to, you could play a Jeneth Draneth um, Magistrate, which means that you can only play cards from your hand. It can't be cascaded. Screws them over. Another one is oh, a white and blue Livi- uh, Liviana. Lavina, L-A-V-I-N-I-A. I have trouble reading today. Azorius Renegade. It means if you, she has an ability. If you don't pay any, any mana cost for a spell, guess what? It's countered. You do nothing. So basically, it's an automatic shutdown for Cascade. You have two answers there. I think they're great. Now, there's another one I like. It's one mana more. But it, it, it fits the theme. And I'm a guy who likes themes. And that's Edeline of the Rhetoric. Two, two generic and a white. Enchantment creature. Spirit. One four. It's a spirit. So just in case, if I need... You know, if I'm facing an Emrakul, I can use this card and uh, and uh, Shackle guys tap it down. Emrakul does nothing, but it also at the same time it affects the Cascade ability of the Violent out- Outburst and deals with the Cascade of, abil- of the uh, Blood Braid Elf because it states here each player can't cast a sp- uh, cast more than one spell each turn. So if they're casting the Violent Outburst, that's the only spell they can cast. If they're casting a, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, it's in my head, uh, the Blood Raid Elf, that's the only spell they can play. The Cascade allows them to play another spell on top of the one they're playing for free. Well, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Good day. Good day to you, sir. You do nothing. Have a nice day. Arrivederci. Mushi mushi konichiwa. 
Aloha means goodbye, no more. So we have answers, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing to fear. Let the, let everybody else in the magic world. Let 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 everyone else lose their minds because they have zero answers. We have all the answers. That's the only reason why to play a spirits deck to begin with. It, it's a deck that has every single answer in it for what you need. There are going to be times where we have bad matchups, hands down. But if you play it right, you play it efficiently, you will, you'll do well. That's why he wins 80% of the time. Now, I've talked about these two. And I think it's time. It's time that I slow it down. Get a little sexy here. Because I want to talk about my Valentine's Day deck. It's time to get sexy time with the spirit guy. All right. This is a heart-filled deck. You're going to hear a lot of hearts in it. So let's get started, shall we? You're going to see four of the Lionheart Maverick. Four of True Heart Duelist. Three Angel Heart Protectors. Four Heart Warden, four Lovestruck Beasts, and three Savala Heart of the Wilds. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a white-green deck. Unfortunately, there's no good spirits out there, but I'm going to keep on going because, you know what, we need to keep this sexy time rolling. We got four Colony Heart Expeditions. We got three Heart of Kirin. Four heart piercer bows and we got planeswalker in here we got three a johnny the heart the great heartened and finally the lands we got two heart of yavamaya two temple garden 13 forest and seven planes can you feel that love oh yeah when your significant other gets this deck, they're gonna be like, I don't I don't get it. What are you doing? I don't what are you doing? I'm gonna go, honey, I love you so much, I put all my heart in this deck for you. Unfortunately, spirits ain't in it. But I'm all up in it for you. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. That's your sexy time with the spirit guy. Now, I'm going to do something new, something I haven't done before, and I'm calling it my shout-out section. That's right, shout-out section. And this goes out to all you planes, sorry, you, you spirit players out there. I'm calling you out. I want you to go out there and play MTGO or Arena and go out there and smash it. If you're going to play at your local LGS, smash them left and right. I want to hear people say left and right, that's bullshit. You heard it. You heard me say it once. You heard me say it twice. You'll hear me say it thrice. That's bullshit. And for people out there who do well, I'm going to shout you out here on the show every week. On February uh, 2nd, we had two players 5-0 in a modern league 
Liliana Deves, and of course, Dr. Queller. Thank you, players, for improving that Spirits is a great deck. February 5th, we had two more individuals, 5-0. Now, one individual here, uh, top 32, January 31st, but now he 5-0'd. He, 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 that individual did okay, did very well, but you know what? Came out of nowhere and first placed it February 5th in a matchup, and that's Darth Kid. Darth Kid, congratulations, Darth Kid. And then I got to give it up to Artem Kutin. Now, mind you, God forbid, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your last name or if that is your last name, Artem Kutin. Congratulations for 5-0-ing. Thank you, gentlemen, or players, for 5-0-ing. You're proving, hands down, that Spirits is a deck that sh that's hard to beat. That we should go out there and beat everybody hands down. No ends or buts about it. And I'm pointing the finger at you, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this, I want to hear your name. I want to say your name out here. And I promise you, I will shout you out every week because I believe in you. I want you. I sound like Uncle Sam, don't I? I want you to go out there and kick some butt and say, that's bullshit. You know what? Got to the point of the show. Time to shuffle those cards and get ready for next week. Well, thank you for joining me on this episode. You can reach me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. And I want to hear from you, ladies and gentlemen. Please share your thoughts, your ideas. If you want to hear some new stuff that you want me to put in, let me know. You want you want to hear talk about Whatever you want to talk about spirits, I'm in. Talk to me. I want to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, that's Bushi.